Section three of Birds and Nature, Volume eight, Number two, September nineteen hundred. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Lee. Eagle Lore, Curious Stories of the Old Time Faith in the King of the Feathered Tribes. Birds were trusted honored and made the symbols of wisdom and power in the old time and they have not at least in their emblematical signification been neglected in modern times the eagle in particular is exalted to a high and potential distinction on the banner of a hundred states he is displayed as a conquering symbol and floats to-day over many a fair realm where rome's imperial standard never penetrated the eagle has always been considered a royal bird and was a favorite with the poets they called him king of the air and made him bear the thunderbolts of jove euripides tells us that the birds in general are the messengers of the gods but the eagle is king and interpreter of the great deity jupiter the eagle figures in the early legends of all people when the ancient aztecs the mound builders of the mississippi valley were moving southward under mexi their king their god vitsiputsli whose image was born in a tabernacle made of reeds and placed in the centre of the encampment whenever they halted directed them to settle where they should find an eagle sitting on a fig tree growing out of a rock in a lake after a series of wanderings and adventures that do not shrink from comparison with the most extravagant legends of the heroic ages of antiquity they at last beheld perched on a shrub in the midst of the lake of tenochtitlan a royal eagle with a serpent in his talons and his broad wings opened to the rising sun they hailed the auspicious omen and laid the foundation of their capital by sinking piles into the shallows this legend is commemorated by the device of the eagle and the cactus which forms the arms of the modern mexican republic a goose it is said saved rome once upon a time but it was an eagle that directed the selection of the ancient byzantium now constantinople as the capital of the eastern empire the site of ancient troy had been settled upon by constantine and the engineers were engaged in surveying the plan of the city when an eagle swooped down seized the measuring line flew away with it and dropped it at byzantium at any rate this was the story told to the soldiers and marines in order to reconcile them to the change of plan which they might otherwise have deemed an unfavorable omen though the splendid situation of the new capital and its long prosperity prove how admirably sagacious was the choice of its founder in the reign of ancus martius king of rome a wealthy man whose name was tarquin came to that city from one of the etruscan states sitting beside his wife in his chariot as he approached the gates of rome an eagle it is said plucked his cap from his head flew up in the air and then returning placed it on his head again not a few suspect that the eagle was a tame one and had been taught to perform this trick if so however the apparent prodigy lost none of its effect in the popular belief and tarquin succeeded ancus as king of rome 
the eagle's head on the roman sceptre and later on its standard took its origin from this occurrence plutarch in his life of theseus relates that when simon was sent by the athenians to procure the bones of that hero who had long before been buried in cyrus to reinter them in his former capital he found great difficulty in ascertaining the burial place of the ancient monarch while prosecuting his search however he chanced to observe an eagle that had alighted on a small elevation and was trying with his beak and claws to break the sod considering this a fortunate omen they explored the place and discovered the coffin of a man of extraordinary size with a lance of brass and a sword lying by it these relics were conveyed to athens amid great rejoicing where they found a resting place in the famous temple of theseus whose ruins are still in existence the old historians state that the greek poet aeschylus lost his life through an eagle's mistaking his bald head for a rock and dropping a tortoise upon it in order to break the shell of his amphibious prey but which broke instead the poet's skull that an eagle proverbially the keenest sighted of created things should mistake a man's head for a stone is absurd beyond the necessity of comment the story is probably intended for an allegory showing how stupidity can overwhelm genius or a dull criticism smash a lively poet in a d four hundred thirty one there was war between the emperor theodosius the second and genseric the vandal and marcian the general of the former was taken prisoner the unfortunate captive was doomed to death at the place of execution an eagle alighted on his head and sat there some time undismayed by the tumult around it upon seeing this and believing that the captive was destined for some exalted fortune genseric pardoned him and sent him home about eighteen years afterwards theodosius died and as his sister had married marcian the latter became emperor of constantinople during the wars between the christians and the moors of spain a spanish knight engaged in combat with a gigantic moslem the conflict remained undecided for a long time but at last the spaniard began to lose ground at this juncture an eagle swooping from above flew into the face of the moorish giant and taking advantage of this sudden and miraculous intervention the spanish champion plunged his sword into the heart of his antagonist thus winning the battle rudolph count of Habsburg, one morning was looking out of his castle window upon the surrounding country and while thus engaged noticed an eagle circling strangely above a certain place in the forest taking some men at arms he proceeded to the spot where he found a beautiful and high-born lady held captive by a band of robbers he rescued her and afterwards married her when a new emperor was wanted in germany he obtained the election through the influence of his wife's relatives in this romantic fashion began the glory of the present reigning house of austria i have alluded to the prominence of eagles in the arms of nations and individuals the famous ensign of the roman legions verified the text of scripture when in referring to the eagle job says 
where the slain are there is she for the roman bird flew over nearly the whole known world and delighted in destruction and in threatening it the byzantine caesars sported a double-headed eagle to indicate that they were lords of both the eastern and the western world the russians adopted the symbol from those princes about four hundred years ago a lady who claimed to be the heir of the byzantine emperor married ivan the third czar of russia who therefore assumed the greek arms which may possibly be restored again to constantinople by russian arms the united states chose for her emblem the same imperial and triumphant bird some have considered it as not altogether an appropriate device for our republican government students of natural history have observed that the eagle is mean and cowardly he lives moreover a life of rapine plundering birds that are bolder and more industrious than himself this is rather a bad character for our national bird the ancients would probably be horrified at such a criticism of their royal bird and after all it is not surprising that they held him in such reverence these people of the long ago had no books nor newspapers but they were proficient students in the book of nature by them the birds were accounted prophets and by their varied flights they foretold future events and regulated the movements and enterprises of nations we call the wisdom of birds instinct but they considered it divine intelligence nor was it strange that they should take them for the interpreters of fate seeing that in many things the birds were wiser than themselves for they seemed to have a knowledge of the future that was denied to man we have some idea of how these people regarded the movements of the birds from one of the ancient greek writers who in a play entitled the birds makes them give the following account of themselves we point out to man the work of each season when the crow takes his flight across the mediterranean it is seed time time for the pilot to season his timber the kite tells you when you ought to shear your sheep the swallow shows you when you ought to sell your watch coats and buy light dresses for the summer we birds are the hinge of everything you do we regulate your merchandise your eating and drinking and your marriages this greek playwriter probably voiced the sentiments of the majority of the people who had implicit faith in what they called the prophecies of the birds and it is not surprising that they endowed the eagle the king of the feathered tribes with almost supernatural wisdom phoebe westcott humphrey end of section three